Hello, and welcome to the seventh episode of the How She Ate an Elephant podcast. This week's episode is called Be Fit, and I want to talk about being physically fit, not only for the physical purposes, but actually more so for the mental benefits. Um, And before we get into that topic, I just really want to quickly give an update on uh, my progress since episode six, Be Your Own Best Friend. If you remember in that episode, my little cousin came over and we were talking about strategies for how to get a job and, you know, reach out to people and creating a schedule. And I just realized I was giving her so much information that I needed. And in some cases I was actually projecting on her. So what I decided to do was take my own advice and reach out to people that I thought were doing interesting things in my network. And also, you know, people that I found on LinkedIn or work at companies that I find interesting and people will surprise you. They always want to help out. And if, especially when you're not asking for anything, Um, and you just want to learn about what they do, uh, it really takes the pressure off of the situation. And I know myself that a lot of times I'll go into something and I'll think, what do I want to get out of this? Like, it doesn't even have to be like a work goal, but I'm already thinking, okay, what does this person have to offer? What can I get out of it? Maybe I just want to hang out with them and be their friend, but I'm not really listening to, to what they're saying. And what they're saying is that we have completely different interests and, uh, different ways of life. Now, what I want to do is just be a better listener, listen to people, make sure I understand fully what they're saying. And, you know, if there's something in there that's useful, I can process it later, but I'll have the complete picture. And on top of that, like I said, I'll be a better listener. Another update this week was about the elections that happened this past Tuesday. I am so happy to see that people are really taking notice of what's going on in politics Um, in a mid-year election, no less, and showing the world that we are paying attention and proving to ourselves that we can make a difference. I think we had two transgender uh, lawmakers elected. We had a DA from Black Lives Matter elected. Two governors' races went Democratic. Um, Yeah, and the list goes on. There was a Sikh mayor elected. I mean, just so much. Um, It really restored my faith in the democratic process. And, you know, one unintended consequence of the past presidential election was that we're all paying attention. Well, however that happened, I'm glad that it did. So moving on to this week's topic, it came out of the fact that it's been a really long time since I've exercised. I used to be in team sports and swimming and soccer and basketball and varying levels of difficulty and competitiveness when I was in high school. And when I was in college, I briefly started going to the gym for a while. And then I remember I started a relationship and completely stopped. And that has been maintained for like five years now. I mean, every few months I'll, you know, do a run with another person, like that running group I mentioned in another episode, or I'll go to the, to a class, um, if someone invites me, but it's not consistent and it's not on my own time. Um, and now that I'm going through this whole journey with this podcast and self-development, I really want to think of my body as a tool. And I find that my tool is not doing what I ask it to do anymore. I mean, throughout the years, whenever I would jump into a physical activity, I'd be able to do it and even excel even without exercising. And I was so proud of that. But recently my body has been pushing back and I want that ability. I want I don't like the idea of feeling weak. I really don't like feeling mushy. Like I am just made of marshmallows at this moment. Um, 
So that's definitely something I want to get out of it. But honestly, the biggest reason why I do want to get fit is for the mental health. I want the focus. I want the reduced anxiety. I want the improved memory, um, reduced stress, and just overall clarity. And I think that time and time again, we're told that physical exercise does provide that for us. But only recently do I see, only recently do I I have the motivation um, to do it. So in the past week, I've gone to the gym twice. I'm so proud of myself, but I want to make sure that it's a sustainable habit. So I brought in my friend Carrie to tell me a little bit about her approach to exercise and how her fitness journey has changed over time. We used to live together, and so I've actually watched her be a fitness queen. I mean, during exams, during the first week of school, when everybody's going out, this girl made time to go to the gym and did not budget for anyone or anything. She respected her own time, and she made herself a priority, which I just find so inspiring. And I only now really understand how amazing that was. I mean, this girl was checking her heart rate before wearables were available. I certainly did not do that. And I do not know anybody else who was doing that. Without further ado, let's get into the interview. Be like, okay, well, okay, one, (laughs) hard to start. I can't take myself seriously. Okay. Oh, fuck. How am I supposed to not use your name? Just be like, as you mentioned. Okay, and as you mentioned. Okay, sorry. Wait. Thank you so much, Carrie. (laughs) Thank you so much, Carrie. Thank you so much, Carrie, for... Wait, let me... Let's let's say, like, cut. Start now. Three, two, one. This week's episode is a slight departure from the other topics. Um, and it's about being fit, physically fit, and exercise. It's a habit that I've always had trouble with, and I've actually brought my friend, Carrie. Carrie is another old uh, roommate that I had in college. She is one of my bestest friends, and also one of the most athletic and physically fit people that I know. I don't know anybody who has made it out I don't know anybody else who's able to exercise on a regular basis for years and years and years like you. So that's why I'm coming to you to talk about this because it's something that I definitely need help with. Hi, everyone. So as you said, uh, we lived together for two years during university. And I think we were uh, very intrigued by each other because we had different lifestyles. Um, I, as you are, have a nine to five job. During university and during my current job, I always find the time to uh, exercise because I make it a priority because uh, for me, it's probably my top three. Uh, and I'm, I'm definitely going to make time in my day to, to go work out or at least do anything that was going to make me move. And, okay. Yeah. You're clearly the pers- perfect person to talk to about this because like when we live together, I think I would spend like multiple days inside, like t- changing from one set of pajamas and then showering and then putting on another set of pajamas, which is still what I do sometimes. There's no shame in it. But you would go out even in the cold or during exam time and like go to the gym. And even I even remember like during exams, one of my like most vivid memories is like we would all be like in a group project and we'd be like a final project's due in a week. We have this many hours. Like when are we going to find a time to meet? And you would be like, I can meet anytime except for 5 p.m. because I have kickboxing. 
<laughs> and I'd just be like, oh my God, that's the only time we can meet. But now I understand like you made it a priority and you made, you kept that commitment to yourself, which is something that I mentioned in a previous podcast is so hard to do. Sometimes we don't take commitments to ourselves very seriously. And so, yeah, I just remember being really amazed by that. Before I get into like your routine now, what has been your history with working out? Like, how did you, how did you start getting athletic? You know, what kind of sports did you do in the past? And then how did you trans? Like, how did you transition from team sports to working out by yourself? Yeah. Um, so I think it really came from my childhood. My dad was always very much uh, uh, into exercising, playing outside. So I remember every night coming back from school and my dad forcing us to go play any type of sport outside for an hour. Just kind of uh, even during study time, he was forcing me to go outside. He was telling me how oxygen to your brain was actually very good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's always been kind of like part of my routine to know that even though I'm, I've been studying for four hours, I need to take a break because at some point it's not even healthy to study for that long. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that, I did uh, elite volleyball, which definitely gave me a routine and a self-discipline. Um, and then I guess part volleyball was seven days a week. So that was definitely part of my life. And I just had to put it into my schedule and study, see my friends, but also have that in the schedule as well. Mm-hmm. And then going into university, um, I had a phase where I didn't do sports or I didn't do anything. And uh, I definitely saw a difference in my mood. So then when I connected the fact that sport was helping my mood, I made it a priority, as you said, and it became something that I I just stick in my schedule. And uh, I try to force myself to to go, even though I don't want to. So, okay, that was going to be my next question. You sometimes don't want to, right? (laughs) Oh, uh, a lot of the times. A lot of times I don't want to, honestly. And uh, if you were uh, hearing my coworkers that hear me complain before lunch when I'm like, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, why am I doing this to myself? Uh, but every single time I come back, I'm really happy and I'm energized and I feel good. So, I mean, I skip, like, we all, I'm not perfect. There's no magic uh, answer. But even if I go for 30 minutes, for me, it's like, I made it for 30 minutes. That's good. This yeah. has to be a hundred percent all the time. That's good to hear. I feel like a lot of times, at myself included, I'm like, I'm gonna go to the gym, I'm gonna sweat it out, and I'm gonna like yeah. run and lift weights. And it's like sometimes just going and like running a little, and not doing too much, but just like making a habit out of it is more important than like having the best workout, wouldn't you say? No, exactly. And I don't think I don't think it's realistic to say that we're gonna go like seven days a week. I don't think it's realistic at all. Um, if you want to have a, a career, if you want to see your friends, if you want to have other activities, like it's at some point there's a little bit of amount of hours in a day. So I definitely understand that. And I, I don't go all the time, but I see a difference in my mood if I go four to five times a week. So why not? Yeah. Okay. Me too, actually. The reason why, so props to myself, actually, because I went to the gym two times. I know. I saw week. that. <laughs> I posted it on Instagram. I was so proud of myself. But I went to the gym twice this week, and that's two more times than I've been in the past four months. So, but the reason why I went was because I was just so tired of feeling weak and tired. You know what I mean? And it's like, I can't believe I let it get to that point. 
But like what you said, it makes you feel better and it makes your mood go up. And so it feels like I kind of getting there, but it had to like go to the complete extreme. And instead you are able to like recognize like my mood is getting a little down. Like, let me just go to the gym. I'll feel better after. So it's like a normal I feel, I feel like I did reverse from you. I was going to the gym to, to see an end goal, like to see, to be like very fit and to have that like perfect body and to be like always stronger and stronger. And now I'm like going back to more of a, I'm going to the gym because it makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. And because I know it's healthy for me to move like 30 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like on the other side, you were kind of not needing to go to the gym and have that perfect body. <laughs> Whereas I was trying to, to be in shape and get there. Um, yeah, so I guess now I see the gym more as a healthy thing yes. than I used to before, where it was kind of like more a, a physique and appearance and being strong and being like defined muscles. Now it's not the case anymore. Yeah. Okay, well, my next question for you is, um, and you kind of touched on it a little bit, but like what are some of the common mistakes you see like other people making when they're like trying to get fit and get in shape again? Like do you, because I notice a lot of people will start strong and then just like drop off. Or like, you know, or they have like, they think cardio only and not weightlifting or whatever. What are the things that you notice other people doing that you're like, I wish I could just tell you because you're doing it wrong, you know, or it's not sustainable. I think it's also, it's very much a lifestyle. It's just kind of once you start going to the gym and seeing results in terms of feeling good about yourself, um, then it's less hard to go. Uh, but again, you need to go for a couple weeks straight to see those results. And as you said, you went twice this week and you feel, you feel better. So that's, that's motivating. That's bringing you in the right direction. Um, but definitely find a, find a friend, go with someone. Um, or if not go into a class, do something that you actually like. Uh, I actually started doing like salsa and, and more like dancing classes just to, 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 go outside of what I usually do, which is weight or like very much high intensity training. Um, and I love it. It's completely different. I'm sweating out and I'm having fun at the same time. And I think it's just to mix it up and not judge yourself and not do stuff that you don't want to do. Like find a way that it make it, that it make, it makes it fun. And if it's to walk on a mountain for 30 minutes with a friend while you're chit chatting about life, like why not? Like that's so, that's so counts. Yeah. Okay. So you definitely find a way to keep it interesting and then it doesn't come as like routine or whatever. Yeah. I think, uh, I think people are just really hard on themselves and they think that the gym is the solution, but there's so many other things like take your bike to work every day. Like that's, that's a small step, but once you start being active, you see that it's easier to become more and more active. Okay, cool. Thank you, Carrie, for letting me interview you. I feel like these are the kinds of things that I just need to be reminded as I'm getting back into the gym and trying to be more physically fit, but more so because I want to get like the mental health benefits out of it. So what I'm really hoping to see is like improve sleep, improve memory, reduce stress and anxiety, and hopefully like also get fit out of it. But <laughs> I think this will help. I mean, the fitness is like a, a second Thing no, point. but it's it's good to feel strong. Like it, it's, yeah. it's it's empowering to feel strong. Yeah, actually, one of the things that I've been saying so often is that um, I used to be able to rely on my body to be like, oh, I need to run to catch that bus yeah. or whatever. Like I used to be able to do it, and now like I'm so out of shape that my body's like, Mm-mm, you're not gonna do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it just it just feels good. You can defend yourself. Like you feel like you yeah you have abilities. Yeah. 
exactly. So, ooh, okay, I have my work cut out for me, but thank you so much, Carrie. And I'll definitely be updating you on my progress. All right, so after talking to Carrie, I think uh, there are really only two tips that I want to take um, so that it's a manageable goal going forward. And those two tips for physical fitness are going to be to continue making plans with myself and taking them seriously. And as much as it's great to have accountability partners and I do utilize them, it's really important that you don't let other people's plans derail you from going to the gym. So for the second tip, I'm just going to go to the gym, even if I don't have the energy just making sure that I show up, walk through the door and like run for 10 minutes on the treadmill and then stretch a little bit and go home. I mean, that's not the kind of workouts that I want to do, but just creating that habit of getting ready, getting in the car, going there, exercising and leaving um, will help create the habit so that later I can improve on the actual workouts that I'm doing. So Hopefully I'll have more to share with you next week and that I will be, still be consistently going to the gym on week two of, uh, or that I'll be consistently going to the gym again. Okay, and now for the book of the week. Uh, the past two weeks I was reading What It Means When a Man Falls from the Sky by Leslie Ninka Arima, the Nigerian female author. This is a collection of 12 short stories in her debut book and I loved it. I mean, normally I don't like reading stories that are a little sad, don't have the ending that I want. And honestly, these 12 stories were emotionally challenging. She found different ways to introduce grief into your life. And it's not just the grief of losing someone, but just like the overwhelming disappointment of life. She seems to be a pessimist, but like in a very funny and profound way. And what I really enjoyed about this book was that she used science fiction in some cases to illustrate a point. She used a fable type of story to illustrate a point. I think this might've been my favorite one. Um, and then she used just like realistic narratives about cousins who live in different countries who've heard so much about each other and struggle to find connection, but eventually do, you know, things that those of us in the African diaspora or in other immigrant communities can really relate to, um, you know, living up to your parents' expectations and pushing back on things that don't necessarily fit for your life. That's all in there. My favorite story was called What is a Volcano? And it was about the world of gods. And the story starts out with the ant god getting angry at the river goddess because one of her rivers wiped out his anthill. Um, and in how reality, the river goddess is like in charge of water and is such a vital and important god. And no one really even knows that the ant god exists. So in retaliation, he steals, <clears throat> he kidnaps her twin baby daughters, god babies, um, and keeps them somewhere in an anthill. And accidentally, one of them dies. So he goes on the run. And the whole story is about how he scorned the river goddess and she is just so upset and completely floods different areas of water, removes water from different countries because she's just looking for her children and she's so distraught. And the ant, instead of 
taking responsibility for what he had done. He just keeps running around the world and one of her children is just lost or hurt. And so it was, it's a fable, but I found, I think that what she's talking about is how scorned women and how a lot of times women shoulder the burden for men's mistakes. If someone else gets a different understanding for the story, please tell me and I will correct it. But that's what I got out of it. And my favorite quote was um, after the aunt was upset that his anthill had been destroyed, they talk about his motivation and how he he tried to complain to all the other gods about the river goddess's water wiping out his anthill. And then it goes, her aunt was the most minor of all gods, hardly, hardly more than a spirit. And who even knew there was a god of ants, did you? Um, and then so my favorite quote goes this, no one asked Ant what he thought of River, but someone should have known that you do not take small things from small men. And it's just so perfect because it's true. Small men have the most oversized reactions to things, people in general. And so his anthill of one of anthill of millions gets destroyed. And so he steals her children. Anyways, most of the books are actually realistic fiction, um, you know, relationships between the families and mothers and daughters and cousins, as I mentioned before. There's a little bit of science fiction in there, which I personally love, but it's still relatable. It's the kind of science fiction where you're like, am I reading this correctly? Like, is there magic here? Is this a future society? And then slowly throughout the story, you sort of reveal the clues, but she doesn't just reveal it for you at the beginning. She doesn't just tell you this is in the year 2150 and now we have flying cars. It's kind of like, you have your, it's more of like she calls upon your intuition to understand what's going on, which I really enjoyed because it was kind of like a short mystery. Um, one thing I got out of this was that I really love the short story way of writing. It's manageable. It's really easy to start and finish. You get the, honestly, the instant gratification that I'm looking for sometimes when I'm reading. And you still felt like you, all of the stories kind of blend together it's not a kind of book that I've read before, but I plan to continue doing so. So I really recommend it. I listened to the audiobook. Uh, I think this is the same uh, narrator who read a lot of the Chimamanda books. Um, like when I listened to Americana and Half Yellow Sun, I think it was the same woman. I love her and I'm really enjoying audiobooks right now. The next book that I'm going to read is the Elon Musk biography. It's called Tesla, SpaceX, and the Quest for a Fantastic Future by Ashley Vange, read by Fred Sanders. I'm going to be listening to the audiobook. I've just been really interested in Elon Musk recently, and I have the book, so I'm going to read it. Anyway, I hope that you guys will follow along or hope to read this. Uh, I hope that you guys will read uh, What It Means When a Man Falls from the Sky, and I can't wait to tell you about Elon Musk. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.